Ready Check Radio. What's up, Internet? It's Thursday. It's 7 p.m. Eastern. That means here on Ready Check Radio, it's time for the Relic Grind, the Final Fantasy XIV Square Enix podcast. We're going to be talking about 651 and some Fall Guys action and a bunch of other fun stuff. I'm your host, Mike Byrne, a.k.a. Magic Man. As always, welcome to the show. We're doing it live, twitch.tv slash readycheckradio, just as always. Thursday, 7 p.m. Eastern, brief show note here. The next two weeks, we might have to change that up by the, either by the day or the time just to uh, let Tarkoth get accom- you know, acclimated to his new work and all that fun stuff. We'll figure it out this weekend. If you're following us on Twitter, you'll know when the shows are. Uh, head on over to readycheckradio.com there. All the socials are in the upper right. You can follow us on Twitch, Twitter, Facebook, all that fun stuff. And if you're listening on Audible or iTunes watching on YouTube. We appreciate it so much. Give a thumbs up, a like, a subscribe, a review, turn on those notifications, and you'll know everything. We appreciate the support. Joining me to go over all the fun stuff today, Mr. Chris Montoya, a.k.a. Tarkoth. What's up, boss? Greetings, programs. Uh, not much, dude. It's a patch. We got, we got a patch. We got some yeah, content. We got a patch. Let's go. We got some content. We yeah. got some content. Optimistics, thank you so much for the follow. Thank, yeah. thank you so much for the follow. Let me turn those disco lights on behind me just for a brief minute. And then we'll introduce our third host. Of course, you know him, you love him. Paul Berlin, a.k.a. Flynn. What's up, sir? Hello! This is weird. We're starting the show on the same day for once. I am not in the future. You are not, yeah. But yeah. we have got some falling to do. Yeah. For one week, well, I mean, depending on schedule, right? Yeah. At normal time, for one week, you get to do the show on the same exact date of the month as us. And then it all goes away this weekend. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when we observe the Time's lovely the time known as daylight savings time, where you get that one extra hour of sleep on one night, just so for the next four and a half months you can live in total darkness. Oh, because a good time was had or by less all. total. I don't know. Oh, yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. It's not even during a week a work day. No. It's like it's on a freaking Sunday morning. It's like what anyways, yeah. whatever. Yep, yep, yep. And it doesn't help anyway. Like, I know there's a... I, I always like Arizona doesn't do it, right? So, like, they don't have daylight savings. It, yeah. uh, and, and I always thought that was weird when I had to travel there for work all those years ago. And I know a lot of states, like, over the last five years are like, we should really do away with this. And it just never seems to gain any traction. And I'm like, yeah, can we please do away with it? Please do away with it. So set everything to UTC zero, and no one ever has to be confused again. <laughs> Yeah, there, there you go. Just everything's UTC zero. It's it's fucking <laughs> high noon. The, the sun is the time. The sun is right above me, and I'm like, well, it's six p.m. <laughs> All of a sudden, everybody's going to bed here in the east coast of the United States at four thirty in the morning. I'm waking up at two in the afternoon. Doesn't matter. That's just the way it works. That's just the way it works. Now that we're all on UTC time. Hey, we did have a patch this week, but also uh, to pick up where we left off last week on some things, All Saints Wake is back in game. So if you haven't done the Halloween quote unquote event in Final Fantasy 14, 
it is live once again. The rewards are kind of sucky this year, right? There's like the bats, the the decor, the bat decor thing, yeah. and yeah, there's an emote and an emote, right? There's no no minion, no minion. Find out your magic wand, and that's it. <laughs> yeah, if you want to know how Ark thinks about a seasonal event? Is there an emote or is there a, a minion? Grade A seasonal event. If there's no minion. It's absolute trash. Yeah, I mean that's that's always been my mo on these things. Like that, that's never yeah. changed on these. Magnetic ferret saying we might as well just change the star dates while we're at it. That's a good point. I, I like yeah. I like where your brain's at. I like where your brain's at. And if we're gonna go that route, then currency needs to go away too, right? Like we yeah. don't need yeah. currency anymore, right? We all are just here have- for the betterment of the species. Uh, uh, do we have replicators for food? We got that right. We could just do that. Yeah, no more hunger. Yeah, they're 3D printers uh, for food. It doesn't taste very good, and it's not very nutritious, and it'll kill you. But we can do it. We can print a broccoli <laughs> <Yeah>. sprout. <laughs> we can do it all. Whether we survive through the other side, it'll kill you. Uh, did either of you do your All Saints Wake? I skipped through it just for the emo. Yep, same here. <laughs> just unless it's rising, I don't care anymore. Yeah. After you know nine years, it's just it's the same thing over and over again. I, oh, the broom mount. The broom mount is still one of my favorite mounts. To Cal talk, yeah. bringing up the broom mount from all those years ago. It is still one of my, and I know it's just like an optical illusion because the side of the mount, the size of the mount, the, like the actual design of it. But I, oh, yeah, yeah, there yeah. was I a exactly long period about. of time where I'm just like, you will never convince me that the broom mount isn't the fastest mount in the game. Oh, <laughs> like, yeah. You just will I, not just convince me. just felt so speedy. Right? <laughs> I feel that same way about the Nearpod. It's like, the smaller <laughs> yeah. the mount is, the yeah. faster it feels. Yep. That whale mount that we all paid money for. Oh, that's, that's the so <laughs> yeah. It's only uh, taking up enough space for six freaking mounts, but I'm like, this is yeah. so the slow. One I love, <laughs> uh, the one I love is from uh, a four, the little, uh, no, Omega four, uh, the little airship from Alicarnassus. Yeah. Not mm. Alicarnassus, the painting boss. Just laughing feels so speedy because it's so tiny. Takal says to this damn convinced behemoth is the slowest. It's got like that slow ass animation, right? Where it's just like trying to gallop Bruh. in the air. Yeah. Bruh. Yeah. Back in the day though, that was a boss mount, right? Like that was you yeah. were a baller if you had that mount. I've still got a picture from just before Heavens were launched of about two hundred people around the Mordona Ephrite all on Behemoth's in the circle. Yeah, that's like hearkening back to the uh, Gubu wall, right? From version yeah. 1.0. Uh, speaking of, Good like that's a, that's another mount that was like, high, it's still cool back now, but like the the veteran status uh, mount. Sure, that's a cool one too. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. The isn't it, one of them. No, it's a Gubu, isn't it? It was a special version of it. Now I'm gonna have to look it up. See if I remember. Yeah, it's the non. Oh, you're talking. About, you're talking about like um, if you were a version one veteran, not not the. Yeah, what's what's that term called? Legacy. Legacy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Legacy. Yeah. Legacy. Legacy. Yes. Uh. Anyway. Broom mount, fastest mount. Um. What zoom? <laughs> I think that's what we we've na- we've narrowed that down, right? Broom mount, fastest. Yeah. Mount. <laughs> Hey, and, 6.51 came out two days ago. Small patch. Uh, has a few things worth, definitely worth discussing in there, though. Sure. Legacy and the Sylphs, yep. Uh, let's talk about the Fall Guys promotion first. The Fall Guys sure. collaboration. 
So yes. when this was announced at FanFest Vegas, right, Tark, we thought, okay, that's funny. That's cute. Okay. And there was something that was said on this show that when we reviewed that, we're going to come back to because I think it does warrant talking about. But we all kind of went, that's cute, but uh, come on. Like, what a weird crossover. And in in Fall Guys, they got like the different outfits for the, the Fall Guy beans and everything like that. So then the event goes live, and you can go in Final Fantasy fourteen and go to Blunderville in the Manderville Gold Saucer and take part in Fall Guys-style competitions, running through an obstacle course and trying to win three consecutive things to get the crown at the end. You'll gain some currency each time you participate, each time you win a round and make it to a subsequent round, and also a big payoff if you manage to get the crown and be the victor at the end. All the prizes, they range anywhere from about 200 of the currency to like 410 of the currency. There's a bunch of things. There's a bunch of different cosmetic glamour items. There's an emote. There's an orchestrian role. There's a mount. There's two minions. There's a lot of stuff there. So there is a lot of stuff that you could farm up. But if there's just a handful of things, like if you're like me and you're like, I want the mount, I want the two minions, I want the emote, and I want the orchestrian role, you could literally, even if you are horrible at this event, you can bang that out in a few hours. Like literally two to four hours-ish. Uh, and you will have all of those. If you want to get everything, then yeah, it is going to take you a little longer. I don't care about the glamour and the the other items and things like that. So I'm going to say this. What did you think the first time you ran one, Tark? We kind of laughed at this initially, but now that you're actually in the event, what are some of your thoughts? I think it's a blast. Uh, it's got limited, you know, potential. I, I like that they rotate the first two rounds to alternate things. I don't think there's anything more than two different round ones and two different round twos. Um, round three is static, uh, as far as I can tell. But I've been having a blast with it. I think it does miss a little something when there's no collision detection between uh, P PC you know, player characters. Uh, so you can't bump anybody off. It's You can run through each other. It's fine. It's whatever. Um, and I think that's one thing that Fall Guys it was kind of endearing is you could bump someone off or bump someone into a obstacle. So that's just not here. Also, the server tick slash hit detection with some of these things are actually just stupid in the way that it's implemented. Super sketchy. <laughs> that that was the thing that I said. I know we are going to come back to. Because when this was announced, we said, "Can you imagine them doing Fall Guy courses in fourteen? The architecture is going to make some of those things so frustrating, and it does. It does. It is fun. Tark is absolutely right. I'm having. I had a blast with it. I'm done. Right. I, I don't have any real intention of unless I'm going to mess around with some friends. There's no real reason for me to do it anymore. I don't care about any of the other rewards. I've gotten everything I wanted. Um, you got the title. Good job, dude. No, I didn't get the title. It's a hundred crowns to get the stupid title. Fuck no. <laughs> but it you is. You just wait for the servers to be dead and you queue in by yourself every time. It's fine. Yeah, there you go. There you <laughs> go. Just get up at two thirty in the morning and play until five. Uh, your Fall Guy stuff. It is super fun. There are server and architecture issues behind it. Some more than others. We'll we'll cover that in a second after we get Flynn your thoughts on the event itself. 
Yeah, so first things first, Bumbleville. Perfect name for the zone. Oh, yeah. The oh, music, yeah. Uh, just chilling in our zone. It's a lot of fun. Fair enough, it's the four guy music, but it's still nice. Yeah. But yeah, uh, my biggest issue is the Typhon second stage. I love that. Oh, one. really? The that's the. Where the net goes into me. My that is easy. Wow, really? Way too many. I have never lost on that one. Ever. Oh, I haven't got through it. I've got a crown, and I have yet to get through that one stage. Yeah, I have. That is so weird. I I feel oh. that that's the easiest one. Yeah, like once the, you realize it's in, all. It's just my right neck. It's head. like it's, literally eating my inputs, or oh. I've stopped to just adjust my camera, and I've walked off the edge. Oh, it's see, just been uh, wow. like the the first Compared to the, the f- other ones where it's my execution. I'm fine. The first one, uh, you know, sometimes I win, sometimes I lose. Whatever. The second one, if it's Typhon, I have never lost on that one. I always make round three if Typhon is round two and I made round two. In round two, for me, I hate when it's the pick up the gems and take them to the three things and I have to take the red gem. The red gem, the it's not the fists that come up. The things that go side to side, mm. there is there you will never convince me that, that hit those hitboxes are the right size. Ever. Yeah. I have been so far past one of them before it even starts moving, and I still go go flying. So I'm like a I'm a yep. coin toss on the the crystals one. But Typhon, that's funny that I hear you haven't. I have never once lost on Typhon. Yeah, that's the only one I struggle with in terms of input. Other than uh, your stop the cursor to move, I hate that they've slowed that down. <laughs> Because I'm used to it being fast, and every other instance we have of the spinny mouse cursor, it's fast, it's now slow, and it throws me off. Mm. I will tell you in the first, uh, in the the first race, right, the, in round one, um, <clears throat> I absolutely cannot stand the segment. And again, it's only in one of the two, the segment of the swinging balls. And, uh, your, and, your, and your character spinning. <laughs> uh, sorry, the spinning top. I yeah. I cannot stand that one. Like as soon as I see uh, that come up, I'm like, I don't even want to play this. Like I hate my, that segment. My, my least two favorite are in the first one with the it's the spinning cursor, not the spinning top. I'm fine with that. Yeah, and the, then you hold the lock cursor, in that direction. Then, yeah, you lock in yeah, that that's direction. What I'm and about. Let it go. Yeah, that's the I one Flynn. That that's the one Flynn's talking about. Slow. I don't mind that yes. one. I hate the spinning top one. Uh, I'm uh, fine with that every time. I know exactly where I want to stand. Moving into that every time to nine times out of ten, be fine all the way through. Yeah, I kind of just take the attitude of I'm just going to go straight. I'm going to time this and go straight. And if I don't make it, I don't make it. Fuck it. I'll play again. <laughs> go ahead, Tark. <laughs> you said there were two that you don't like. <laughs> the second one, and this really showed me that the server architecture is just not where it needs to be for this type of gameplay, is in the third stage. You're going for that crown. You got the left to right bomb drops from Yojimbo and then you have the purple panels that are coming down yeah. and you have you got to dodge those too. Well when you get stunned before the purple panels even come down to where you are, you know something's wrong. <laughs> yeah. It's, Honestly, it's so, so I I thought my first few times through it I was like I was surprised at how well it was working. Um 
I did not have any problems, noticeable problems on my side until the first time I got that round two crystal delivery one. Uh, and then that was the first time that I started noticing, wow, like the hit detection here, the communication client to server, it, it's not it's not what it needs to be. Obviously, it's it's not like it was back in a Realm Reborn Titan days, Magnetic Ferret bringing True. that up in chat. It's not that bad, but it's not great. I will say, though, for all of its little flaws here and there, at least in my personal experience, I know some have had worse experiences. A lot of that is going to do with your connection, so your mileage may vary. I'm actually pleasantly surprised at how well this event works in, in yeah. 14. I, I really concur. am, Flynn. What I really like is the spectator mode. You being able to run around the stage. Yeah. So okay. you can't be a part of the obstacles, but you can go around. So if you're with a few friends, you can just chill somewhere and just watch. You said something that just brought something I absolutely... Like, I will deal with every bit of server lag this has. Something I absolutely hate about this event. If you are out on the first one, I can't fucking leave until the second one starts oh yeah uh no. it's like come <sighs> on let me out of here i have lost i can't leave if you want your reward and you have and you go through the whole like 16 people qualify like you could obviously leave before that if you want to you just exit out but if 16 people qualify yeah, duty quit yeah, yeah like it's a duty quit later. yep you have to wait for it to finish loading <laughs> Then it's going to bring up the screen to introduce the next round. Then it's going to play the little intro camera swing for the next round with a yeah, big box that says you have been eliminated. You can leave now or you can stay and spectate, but you got to wait till that intro's done for the leave button to come up. I hate that design. I hate that design. Give me the leave button as soon as I'm eliminated. And if I don't make fun it in fun. time, fine. I, then I'll watch the intro. Yeah, fun fact, if you're on a controller, you can actually tap to that leave button. So as soon as in the background, yeah. It's visible, you're gone. <laughs> you still have to wait, you but still have you're to wait, a bit faster. <laughs> but all in all, Tark, pretty surprised at how well it works. Yeah, and it I is enjoyable. It. Loving it. It is enjoyable. I and I've gotten two crowns, so I'm like, yeah, let's go. Well, I'm you have more crowns in Final Fantasy 14 than you do in Fall Guys now. No, that's not true. Actually, <laughs> that's not true. Are you I think sure? I've gotten like I think I got like four or five before I stopped playing Fall Guys. <laughs> I will say as well before we go off, the, just a flat MGP reward from this is really nice. Yes, I, I was thinking that they wouldn't give us an MGP. I, I didn't think it was going to be have any permanence, so why put MGP on it? But they did, so I'm like, sweet. I'm inching closer to that uh, blackjack mount. Let's go. Yeah, uh, as far as the event itself, uh, you will have until December 31st. So it is here for basically two months. You have till the end of the year uh, to farm up any of the rewards that you want. So plenty of time. Don't feel like you got to sit there and play this for eight hours or something just to get those five, six things that you want. You have plenty of time, two months on the Fall Guys. That said... These event, these rewards are exclusive to the Fall Guys event. So if yes. you want the Bean Minion, you do have to get it before December 31st. 
unless at some point they recycle and circle the event back. Okay. Well, he it. said it's uh, it'll come and go every couple of Yeah, weeks. like they've done with Yokai, like they've done yeah. with Monster Hunter. You know, some of those events we've seen multiple times. This will be one, but you know how long it'll be until the next one who knows so take advantage yeah, but luckily, it is 31st. so so generous with its it is currency. like even if you go into the first one and just stand there and let it boot you you'll get 50 yeah right the the most expensive reward is 410 so you could nine times just let it load and do nothing and you will have 410 you'll have 450 yeah i need 23 friends to do that for me so i can uh, get more crowns let's do that <laughs> <laughs> like I said, you just wait till you serve a static human by yourself. Yeah, to count, m m technically, Monster Hunter never left. You're right. You're right. Yeah. Um, the variant dungeon, new variant Criterion dungeon, Allo Allo. Uh, right. hold my thoughts, and we'll go to Tark first. All right. Uh, it's good. Uh, I like the different intricacies of unlocking different paths uh especially in the middle section oh that left section we were so cold-blooded that was awesome uh do the left section don't fish and then just be a cold-blooded bastard just sit there and look at the scene <laughs> yeah i'm like oh, nothing to see here nothing to see here uh it's good uh the the music fits the environment but doesn't fit the combat fighting the combat and the, i'm like this just feels weird but yeah it's variant and it's, it's good times uh i haven't stepped into the criterion uh and savage is a whole nother issue that i'm sure we'll get into but yeah overall good times have you done all the paths not yet i'm about halfway done Yep, same here. Not not quite there. Uh, and I know this isn't the first time we've seen them, right? They're they're in other places of the game. But every time I see the crawlers from Final Fantasy XI, I get nostalgic. <laughs> the environment, like, oh. yeah, the environment is also very like reminiscent of uh, some Final Fantasy XI stuff too. So it makes me even more excited to see the Vanadiel Alliance raid in Dawn Trail, even though it's you know eight years away for the Alliance raid portion of the expansion. Uh, we'll get to it someday. Go ahead, Tark. Uh, my boy Piers, he said, this is the beach episode before the beach episode. Yeah. <laughs> yep. 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 Um, so, yeah. Uh, Decal, you have a book and you'll have pips every time you go in and you keep track of. Yeah. Know, and by the positioning of the, by the positioning of the pips, you'll know. Okay. So like Left, if you middle, take, right. if you take middle, middle the first time you're going to unlock a pip that's like midway through your record. So you'll know that there are paths that you should start with the left and then go left and then go right on the second and maybe a path down the center that you should go left at the second fork. You go center and left. Like you'll have, it doesn't directly tell you which paths to take, but based on which dots are lit up as you completed, you can kind of guess which directions Hey, there's something I need to do to open another path, or there's something I need to do where I got to go left, then right for, because I have everything except that dot filled. So you have an idea, but there is a little touch guesswork on opening alternate paths sometimes. Uh, it's not always just a left-right decision. And some of it's hidden in the lore that you will unlock from a previous path, so yeah. you got to... Oh, yeah, especially this yep. time around. 
Yeah, because, yeah, because each of them also has the bonus boss, right? That you yeah. really have to be specific, do specific things and a lot of specific things in some yes. cases to <laughs> open up that one, bonus boss. And that's only on one path all the way through. So doesn't directly tell you, but you do have hints on, okay, I need to go left first and then there's clearly something I need to do because dots two and three are not lit, but dot one is. Um, I'll tell you what. This one, and maybe it was just me. Yeah, I don't know. There's absolutely guides online if you want to find a guide that'll tell oh, yeah. you here's yeah, yeah, path yeah, yeah. one through 12, and here's what you do on each of them. Yeah, those exist. It's not hard to work these ones out. The worst one is the secret boss, but with a bit of thinking, it's absolutely um, fine. I feel like, generally speaking, this was probably, at least for me, was the hardest of the three. Uh, boss mechanic wise, hmm. like I didn't struggle hmm. oh. with 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 anything except two specific boss mechanics that I could not grasp until I had died like half a dozen times. The best hmm. way to read it, the first one was I think it was middle path, uh, first boss, and you know I recognize all the insignias and right the two spears are going to come in diagonally, right? So I'm going to you know go hide over here. And then they have rotations on both of them. Mm, yeah, where I the, died to that twice. <laughs> yeah, where the where the the lines are very are different varying sizes, uh, in a cardinal direction thing, and it goes from cardinal to intercardinal, cardinal to intercardinal, and it does like six blips. Uh, it took me probably about four deaths there, three or four deaths there, to really. Like and I'm and through those deaths, I had one or two that I just luckily like pop cooldowns in the right order and survived. But to really go, okay, now I know how to beat that mechanic every time. I probably died like four times. The second one was, uh, I, th I think again, it was middle path, a uh, middle path final boss. Um, <clears throat> which mechanic was it though? Was it the Mustadio and it it rotates? It was the auto march on rotation. Yeah. 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 Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. I think I Nothing. died twice to that before I was like, what is. Okay. Now I got you. Because the, the I didn't actually like the icon that they used for the rotation thing uh, because it has a, it has like three things going on on it, right? Like one sure. is the yeah. three arrows at the bottom showing you which direction. Then there's the die flash in the middle. And then there's something in the upper left of it, too. I don't remember off the top of my head that it it's was. The, it's the rotate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's the, the flashing rotate. arrow. Yeah, the one thing, flasher. And I was like, what piece of this? Like, I get what the die is doing. It's a countdown. Like, what piece of this am I supposed to fucking be looking at to register this <laughs> quick enough? Because there's so many pieces in this little thing. So I had like six total deaths across the entire variant dungeon the first time through. Um where I was like, you know what? Cool. Good on you, game. Like, I actually had to... Oh, shit. All right, now I got to get back there. And try and, yeah, I had to think about some things. Uh, but I never felt like any of it was unfair. Like, I didn't... Yeah. I didn't. Feel, I just felt like I'm not understanding what they want me to understand. I may have to just eat a death here and watch what happens. I always go into these first solo. Always. Um, so it's just me. Just me and my, my black mage self. I really enjoyed this one so far. I'm about halfway through the paths too. Uh, I don't have any of the minions yet. I haven't gotten a single one of them to drop. It's making me yet. sad. Yeah, uh, I'll have to tell you my luck in the sack. Go for it. Oh, so uh, 
me, my great friend in chat, and British Badger, he's hanging around. Uh, we went in day one as a trio. Uh, we did seven total runs, only ended up with five pounds because we'd maxed stuff out. I ended up with four of the bird minion and two of the other minion. There you <laughs> what go. What the fuck? Mail those all on over to NA. Let's go. <laughs> it was quite silly, but yeah, as of uh, an hour and a bit ago, uh, I've done all the paths. Nice. nice. I said the boss on the right probably made me laugh more than any uh, other boss in this game. Yeah, the second one. Uh, yeah. The push up in the air and landed mechanic, just because of the sound effects, I would just go on every time. The uh, middle last boss uh, made me laugh just because of the name of it, and I was making the jokes. Secret, sure. uh, the secret boss, I won't go into the specifics because you two haven't got it. But visually, as an arena, it is so nice. Interesting mechanics and a lot of needing to think about where to stand in that one. Uh, oh, I have to hand it up to our boy, Matt. Yeah, completely obsessed with fish. <laughs> uh, Tark, yes. you wanted to bring up Savage for this one. Go ahead. Uh, so Savage, the normal Savage, or the normal Criterion... I think is a great piece of content. Um, I've cleared just the first one and I can't wait to dive in with my small four man static group to do the second and the third one. But I just think that the, even with the new rewards, let's just say the new rewards are cool, but they're strictly glam because it's not, it's not horizontal progression. Like we were talking about, because if you want to get that, you have to do the raid still. For the time like, being. Yeah, well, until they unlock the the uh, weapon coatings in hunts, but yep. it's 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 weird. Why can't you just give the weapon? I, I it total totally boggles my mind. I don't get it. Yeah, that was weird reading in the patch now. Um, not too much else in there in the patch. Uh, Splendorous tools, you know, some miscellaneous hairstyle stuff like that. I, I will defer to either of you. On the new PvP arena, the new Crystal and Conflict I arena. Been in yet. I have not. I I went into Crystal and Conflict a couple times. Uh, I have not gotten it yet. So you haven't gotten Red Sands. Okay. I have. So bring that back as a future show update. Uh, six five one. Yeah, pretty 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 dope actually. For for a dot one or dot oh one, I mean, there's plenty to do actually. Um, because it's yeah. it's repeti- it's re- repetition content, you know, repetitive content, but it's content that you actually want to do multiple times. The Fall Guys stuff, the variant uh, dungeons and whatnot. Um, yeah, the rewards still got to get better. Obviously, that is something they've talked about. We knew it wouldn't change too much for this one uh, in particular mm-hmm. because this was likely done in, in the bag when they said, hey, we hear your feedback. Something we'll have to watch for in 7.0. Any other 651 thoughts you want to leave with, Tark? Uh, I mean, overall, it's it's pretty chill. And it's nice to get a little bit of content kind of dripped in, um, especially when we have such a long drought ahead of us. Uh, but I'm looking forward to uh, the last part of Manderville and uh, the 16 crossover. That'll, that should be fun. Flynn, any final 6.51 comments? Yes, but also include a bit of six five. I am now officially done with Margaret. Really enjoyed how that played out. 
the story. Nice. Uh, hey. In terms of 5.1, uh, I have started my minor relic. And the story between Granolt and Moena, I'm enjoying as an alternate uni- universe of Geralt and Rowena, nice seeing they got a happy ending happening Aww. at least somewhere in the multiverse of 14. Uh, check out this little image. Uh, this is from uh, Fronto on Tonberry. <laughs> this is the uh, Catboy Brigade, the Speedo Run. 24 Lord. Catboys finishing some 24 person alliance raids back to back, the three peat. And they got a chance to uh, Games Radar reached out to talk to them about it. I I just love that stuff like this happens in our game. Like, where else? And all image is one McCoty let the squad down. He's in shorts. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And the other one, another one has a, a shirt on. A couple of them have shirts on. Yeah, yeah. but it yeah. is it is the McCoty Speedo Boy runs. And you know what? You're probably playing the right game when that kind of stuff happens. <laughs> why? Why not? Why not? It's fine. Uh, I'm sure they all tried to, you know, blow, blow, uh, them lay in a kiss and, and get, get daggered. So good times. Yeah. Hey. Uh, sorry, before we carry on, uh, I just remember this from the Fall Guy stuff. Have you seen how the oh head glamour icon you just like went, era? You just went like way back. Good it's because this image is just Tommy all the way back. Good lord, man. Are you serious? Are we starting over? We starting the Start the show over. Hold on. Let me cue this up. <laughs> yeah. Just kidding. We're not starting the whole show over. Greetings, program. What do you want to say about the first damn thing we talked about tonight? Go ahead. So, yeah, uh, Vera, how they wear the hats are stupid and utterly lazy. So every normal race wears the one hat, you know, with the bean hand sliding down completely overhead. Like Tark's wearing this hat. For Vera, it sits in between the ears, and it looks stupid. And that's it. <laughs> I'm your host, Mike Byrne, a.k.a. Magic Man. Joining me today, Chris Montoya, a.k.a. Tarkov. What's up, Tarkov? <laughs> What's up, dude? That's just a two-man show now, right? <laughs> right. I just want to go back real quick. Okay. I'm probably a Criterion thing, a Savage thing, maybe. Well, on the Fall Guys, get the fuck out of here. Back to Fall Guys. That was 45 minutes ago. Uh, hey. That does look stupid. Susan Calloway. <laughs> Right, known at yeah. least the largest part known for this community at Final Fantasy fourteen. Obviously a vocalist yep. who very talented and does a whole bunch of other things, but you know her from answers and from Dragon Song and Revolutions, yeah. but probably answers, yeah. right? Like that's probably the one. Yeah. So apparently her social media account, specifically X now Twitter, whatever the hell you wanna whatever the hell you wanna call it. Uh, these days has been liking some not great things has been reacting with likes to things uh, that are Islamophobic uh, transphobic uh, and a bunch of other not so great viewpoints right now here's the where things get a little weird okay you know you might have somebody just that's their viewpoint on things and so they like those things well not really the case question mark because Susan Calloway claims that her social media account was hacked okay it happens 
right? I've had stuff hacked. You've had stuff hacked. No problem. You try to get it back. You call. You do the emails. You do whatever. Change your passwords. You do the whole thing. But here's the problem. Fans also notice that during the same time the account was liking these items, liking these other tweets uh, or posts, they were also posting themselves with normal day-to-day Susan Calloway-type business. Yes. As things ha- that kind of thing happens while you're hacked. Right. So that kind of means, okay, you had to have A, been hacked, but B, they didn't do anything that would change your access. So after that news started breaking, KupoCon announced that Susan Calloway will no longer be a guest at this year's festivities for Palm East. Now, it wasn't exactly clear whether Susan reached out to KupoCon and said, hey, I'm not going to be there. Or KupoCon said, hey, Susan, don't come. Like, we don't know the particulars there. KupoCon just tweeted saying, today has been a troubling day. Excuse me. Today has been a troubling day for the Final Fantasy community. In light of recent events, we announced that Susan Calloway will no longer be attending our upcoming event in Toronto. We'll do our utmost to secure another guest in time for Palm East, but it may be difficult due to the time constraints. We urge the KupoCon community to prioritize kindness during this difficult time. We appreciate your understanding as we continue to thoroughly investigate the matter. this matter. Now, also of note, though, is that while Callaway was claiming the Twitter account was hacked, the community manager for Susan Callaway jumped on Twitter to defend Callaway saying that they were working with Susan to better secure her account, but then later said that they lost their position as community manager and said they were advised to not make a statement. <laughs> this is all just so Then convoluted. the community manager said that they didn't have control over Susan Calloway's social media accounts, leading one to reasonably ask, what the hell do you do as Susan Calloway's community manager then? Uh, if you don't have access fair. to her social very accounts. Fair. So it got all very, very weird, right? Well, today, yeah. Susan Calloway penned a letter on her personal website. I would assume her personal website is not hacked. Uh, no, this is, this is clearly a hacked letter. Yeah, it says, A letter to my friends and, uh, to my friends and fans, and I'm not going to read this entire thing to you. If you want to check it out, susancalloway.com forward slash letter. Uh, hyphen two hyphen fans and you can check that out she reiterates that my account was hacked uh, and they've been liking some offensive and controversial posts sorry for the confusion you know if this triggers you I totally understand we all get triggered sometimes this is not in line with who I am historically like all the things you would expect somebody in this situation that didn't have these types of views to say in this situation but one thing is glaringly absent from this letter is an explanation at least to me right maybe this letter satisfies one of you two but at least to me there is no real explanation here of okay if you're hacked and somebody's liking controversial stuff you know that's a nice way to get a prominent figure in trouble right publicly is to go like a bunch of offensive things on their account totally get it but how was this happening at the same time normal Susan Calloway tweets were going out? You know, she does a lot of stuff outside of Final Fantasy. She also does the Distant Worlds concert. So even though she may not have sung something recently in-game, she still performs these songs in the context of Square Enix-sponsored events. 
I don't know. Like she, she says to those who uh, I support and love all people from all walks of life. I'm not anti anyone, especially those in the more vulnerable communities like LGBTQ. I am for you. I can only imagine how hard your journey has been. I have friends from literally literally all walks of life, trans, gay, straight, right wing, left wing, moderate, young, old, religious, not religious, and everything in between. No matter what country, nationality, or social group, I believe we all have a fundamental right to be treated with love, respect, equality, and dignity. Which really, I mean, the sentence sounds an awful lot like to me, like, oh, I have plenty of black friends. Like, I just, <laughs> you know, take it for what it's worth. She's in a position where if this is exactly what she portends it to be, it's unfortunate for her, right? But the, I do think there are still other little questions that have to be answered if this is what you're going to say happened. It's one thing, I think, to be a celebrity uh, whether that's like film and screen or, uh, you know, your big YouTuber, YouTuber or big streamer or whatever, have some celebrity and have some of these views, right? I will fight to the death for your right to have those views. It doesn't mean I have to agree with those views. And it also doesn't mean that you are immune to repercussions for having those types of views, right? Say nasty things people you work with may not want to work with you anymore. And that's just a natural result of, hey, you have the right to feel the way you want, Tark. And if you don't like a certain group of people, you are totally within your right. You need to leave them alone. No hate speech, stuff like that. But you can have those personal internal feelings all you want. I also have the right to say I don't want you on the relic grind anymore because I don't agree. Right? It's just That's just the way this works. Sure. Yeah, that's just the way this works. <sighs> I personally like Susan Calloway from a professional standpoint. Her work—that's all I know her. I don't know her personally. I've seen her live with Distant Worlds. Beautiful, amazing voice. Uh, same thing with the work here. But, but I feel like there is something missing from this story, or something missing from the explanation and i'm not okay with that portion flynn yeah, i we'll, think it's we'll go to you first yeah while you've been talking there i've reread this set about three times it just screams corporate speak it doesn't feel like anything other than i need to hit on all the points to say i am not what this is going to be um Yeah, it's just a weird timeline. It is. And none of this is and like old stuff. Like, like I discovered this through the Kubrickon message. I was just going through Twitter. It's like, what is about Susan Calloway looking at the comments? It's just like, what the hell is going on? Yeah, this is all very recent stuff too, chat. Like the the, yeah. the stuff she's... Like two, three days her, total? I, I should say the stuff her account has clicked like on. She's claiming that, of course... It wasn't her that did that. Uh, we're we're talking, you know, just days ago, right? Just yeah. like days ago type stuff. Not somebody scrolling back through her history and saw that she liked something eight years ago, and now that person is very right wing or no. It's not not like some dotted line yarn connecting the pins thing. This was hey a few days ago. You liked some really weird yeah, stuff. The one was showing like ninety hours earlier. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
uh, and then some things on like 22 hours earlier. Yeah, it's pretty recent stuff. I'm trying to find anyone that has an exact date in it two days ago. So, yeah. Tark, what do you think? I would just love to interview that former community manager because I no think shit, right? They have oh, yeah, the, the whole story. I think they have the whole story and they're just like, I just need to keep my mouth shut. And yeah, it's one of those yeah, weird things, he does, right? He does. He needs to keep his mouth shut right now. Like, just, if you were like the community, Cal, honestly, read out a letter and you could just see how. Like, if you're the community manager of somebody like that, you probably have access to their social media stuff, right? Mm -hmm. And there may be, you know, uh, people, I, I don't know how it works for everybody, but there may be people that, you know, celebrities that have never touched Twitter, but they have an official Twitter and it's totally run by somebody else. Like, yeah. the, the celebrity couldn't even tell you the login credentials of said Twitter account or said social <laughs> media account. I don't know if that's the case in Susan Calloway's point of view or in situation, but that is the case in some celebrity situations, at least. So it makes total sense to me that if something happened like this to your Twitter account, that you would then fire your community manager if they were in charge of managing and accessing and posting on said account on your behalf. That makes sense to me until the community manager then says, I, I, I don't run the social medias. Then you're like, wait a minute. One what are you doing as the community manager? And two, why did you get fired? <laughs> like, what, yeah. why, why are you no longer the community man? What happened on this side? You know, it un does, unless it's, it's a, a situation where it's like the community manager clicked like thinking they were on a different account. And yeah, like, that's the thing that's and I am, logical right now. And I am not ascribing that to the community manager, to be clear. I have yeah. no reason to believe that's the case. But why did the community manager lose their job specifically if they had no access to said social media accounts or weren't managing those accounts? So yeah. weird. And how could those then likes be attributed to Susan Calloway's accounts if they had no access? So I, it's just all it's just so weird. And it I, is very I bizarre. I want to know more. <laughs> it is very bizarre. Very bizarre. Other social media of Susan Calloway's has also uh, since been totally closed down. Uh, while so hold on, let me let me find it here. And apparently, her Facebook has been hacked, hacked for, for years, yeah, years. And Facebook yeah, that's do the funny part it. of the letter says, Well, I've contacted Facebook to try and get our back, like, nothing about oh, I'm working with Twitter to work out who access my account or anything that would immediately try to make it sound like she's trying to fix the situation. No, it's about something she has no access to and hasn't for years. That's not the platform that she'd like this content on. Uh, and soon after the Twitter account disappeared, by the way, her Instagram then also became private as well. Very interesting that the Instagram would go private. But whatever. We'll keep an eye on it. Wait, what's chat saying? Takao talking about, oh, Magnetic talking about how often do you review Twitter likes? Uh, you had some sus stuff going on way back on other platforms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, this is not like a you know Mike liked this person ten years ago on Facebook or on MySpace, and look that ties Mike to this person's political views today. Ten years later, no, this was. What are you What are you doing? Clicking like on these? Hey, and some other Square Enix news before we depart today. Final Fantasy VII Rebirth. 
apparently Flynn really, really, really wanted to remind all of you that your save data does not carry over. I struck that from the show notes. We've already uh, covered that. It was that. more about the uh, uh, starting level part of and yeah, you get the rewards and the, the the few materia slash summons if you did play the original. But you did want to talk about some side quest stuff in Rebirth coming up here. What's up? All right, so I'll go back to last week before this. Uh, we were talking about Daryl, AFC now, the chain of It's like, yeah, let us wait and find out. This is also a case of I would have loved to stumble into this. Every side quest as part of Rebirth has two versions. One uh, pre-Cosmo Canyon, one post-Cosmo Canyon, because they are, which is, I think, really cool, canonically allowing Red 13 to be called Nanaki for the rest of the event. Hmm. So all the side quests have a Nanaki address and one being Red. Interesting. That is interesting. Also weird, we talked last week, Tark, a little bit about, hey, we could be getting Dragon Quest X offline here in the West through some rumors. Yes, yeah, all of us are yes, please. Well, now we've got even uh, a little bit more reason to think that maybe, maybe. <laughs> Taking a look at this from Yasuke Saito's Twitter, this uh, image where he was talking in the tweet about having a fun recording session at work. Okay. Now, keep in mind, this is a producer-director uh, uh, from Square Enix. Teasing something. Now, most of the image here is blurred out. But if you get really close to this image, you can see on page two of this stapled document some text coming through, bleeding through page one here. And now so there's been some Reddit users... Oh, wow including one named Pavement, that did the old zoom and enhance. 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 And they have said that they think they can see Yuji Hori's name, the series creator, along with part of a date referencing December, claiming that an announcement of some sort for Dragon Quest may be imminent. Now, whether it's Dragon Quest X offline actually coming west when it releases... Uh, offline version in Japan, obviously still an online MMO over there, uh, or something from Dragon Quest Twelve, which we still haven't heard jack shit about since the logo update. We don't know, but maybe, Tark, there could be some Dragon Quest information coming in December if <laughs> bleeding through page one here and then translating from Japanese to English is correct. The amount of thirstiness for any sort of Dragon Quest content <laughs> is just mind-blowing. Like, oh my god, let me hold it up to the light. This is like spy crafting crap. Let's, let's go. Uh, yeah, if we get any sort of announcement on 10 or even 12, come on, where's 12? You announced it 15 years ago. Let's, let's go with it. Come on. It's about time. Gentlemen, Star Ocean uh, Second Story R is released. It's in the wild. I have not played it yet. I but, need to get it. But I have purchased it. Currently sitting at an 86 from the critics on Metacritic uh, okay. with 19 reviews. That's on the PlayStation 5 version. All versions coming in right in there. PC at 85, yep. PlayStation 5 at 86, Nintendo Switch at 87. Uh, I mean, so, you take the best Star Ocean, you make it better. How can it not? Yeah, be awesome. Yeah. 
Yeah, Square Enix have had a good year with ratings, to be fair. Game Rant put out, before we finish up here, uh, a list. We're not going to go through it the way we do on some. I just thought it was kind of neat, and I wanted to see if there's anything you would add to the list is all we're really going to do here. Uh, the eight weirdest Square Enix games of all time, courtesy of Game Rant. Tristan Jerkovic is the author. Uh, eight is Evo Search for Eden. Seven is World of Final Fantasy. Six is Fortune Street. Five is Kingdom Hearts. I think you're kind of reaching on that one, but it was a risky, weird game when it came out, the very first one, right? Uh, so, okay, fine. Uh, number four, Nanashi No Game. Uh, three, The Third Birthday, which is technically the third Parasite Eve game, for those of you that don't know. Two, The yeah. Quiet Man. And one, Square's Tom Sawyer on the NES back in 1989. Of note on this list, gang, the only two that I thought Eh, Kingdom Hearts, okay, fine. Mm. I can see what you're doing there. It was weird and experimental when it came out back in the day. I remember stocking it on the shelves the day it came out in uh, in Best Buy. I was working there at the time, and I was like, what the hell is this? Uh, World of Final Fantasy, I don't think that's really all that weird. Uh, in fact, I would really love to see a second one of those games. But is there anything here that, uh, Tark, you thought, you know what, they missed an opportunity for a title? uh mother or earthbound it comes to mind like that game is just bonkers uh, that's that's not square enix though that's not square enix Are no no that was how how oh. laboratories oh my bad okay. yeah earthbound is how well, laboratory uh, the only other thing i was thinking of is the bouncer which is just a weird freaking game yeah that is and it's a bad one it's a bad one i enjoy the bouncer no, come on. No. The bouncer is awful. Well, strike I played it in forever, so it is a case of my brain from years ago. Flynn, anything missing from this list? Uh, if you're going to go weird, uh, Murdered Soul Spec comes to mind and the Dragon Guard stuff. Anything near related, you know, it's all weird and wonky. Especially Dragon Guard 1. When you tr fight a giant baby over Tokyo, how could you not have that on weird Square Enix games? <laughs> I mean, fair. That's fair. Yeah. Platinum games. See that? Yeah, the old yeah. platinum Yoko games. Yoko just weird. Yeah. He's just a weird guy. Uh, let's head over and do Love It or Leave It. Love it or leave it is the way we end every episode of the Relic Grind here on Ready Check Radio. It's where I give you something Square Enix related. You can uh, tell me whether you love it, want more of it, or leave it, never want to see it again. I'm going to keep it easy for you guys this week. It's one that I didn't know whether it was going to be good or not going into it. So, Flynn, the Fall Guys collaboration, specifically the Final Fantasy XIV side of the collaboration as a whole, the implementation of the Battle Royale in your MMO. Uh, I love it. <laughs> I'm enjoying it a lot more than I uh, thought I would. Tark? Oh, so hard. because It like, is hard for me, yeah. It is hard. Yeah, fix the, the net code. That's all it needs. Then just fix the <laughs> net code. Yeah, just <laughs> for a collab. Because yeah, they okay. wouldn't have done that by now. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe in 10.0. Like, hey, guys, you got your graphical update. Now here's the net code, finally. Thanks. 20 years too late. Anyways, uh, overall, I like we knew that there was going to be issues with the, the net code. So 
with that in mind that we knew that it was going to be a problem, I'm still having fun with it. I, I, I'll take a, I love it. Yeah, I'm kind of with you. Like, I'm really, whichever way I fall, it's going to be just barely, right? Like, I'm yeah. just barely going to say leave it or I'm just barely going to say love it. I, I think I'm going to err on the side of love it. Uh, the music is fun. I got the rewards. It was not the grind fest for my rewards that I anticipated it was going to be for an event that is running for two full months. Um, they do provide a nice way to just get in there. And if you're only looking for a handful of rewards, you're going to get them pretty quickly and then you can walk away. And if you really love the event, you can play it more. Uh, I didn't feel like looking at the prices of rewards and things that I was like going to be stuck doing something I did not want to do because I only had two months to do it and I wanted the rewards more than I enjoyed the content. I think it's nicely balanced. The netcode does cause issues here and there, specifically on some specific obstacles in certain events more than the entire thing. So I'm going to err on the love it side, but just barely. Chat, don't go anywhere. After the show here, we'll go dark for a minute or two, and then we're going to be back up with Faye. How are you? I'm great. How about y'all? Not too bad. What are you playing tonight? Welcome back. You sound better. Thanks. I feel a million times better. So I don't know if it'll be more or less entertaining, but it'll be less of a fever dream tonight because uh, we got a lot of work to do in Baldur's Gate. I uh, I may have been slacking. Have you uh, started romancing anybody yet? Not really. I can't decide. Chats, oh, you gotta oh, help right. me decide right. who we're who we're gonna start romancing. Fair enough. Don't go anywhere, chat. We'll go dark for a minute or two, relabel things. Faye will be right back with some Baldur's Gate 3 tonight for a few hours hanging out with all of you here. That's going to do it for us today. We'll be live Saturday night with the uh, Gaming Gumbo talking about Destiny and Bungie's shenanigans going on. The day before being risen from the dead, but it's still fucking dead. Like, whatever. We'll talk about all of that on Gaming Gumbo this week. We will be back next week. Stay tuned to Twitter for date slash time but Faye will be here thursday night so you have that going for you Uh, until then paul whenever that happens where can everybody find you uh you can find me over on twitter at flynn underscore lowlight you can find me everywhere else out within crisis or within crisis podcast tark much for youtube all at tarkoth gaming uh playing final fantasy 14 when i'm not working uh and then saturday nights uh hopefully you know we can get a stream update and we can play some god of war (laughs) this saturday I'm Mike Byrne. You can follow me right there at Magic Man One, but more importantly, follow at RC Radio. And you'll know every time we're going live with a podcast, streaming games, hanging out, playing some Final Fantasy trading card game, or more. Until next time, gang, stay safe. We'll see you on the servers. Later. I don't know. Fall Guys music got on my nerves after a hot minute. I've just shaved out a. 